welcome back to Gay by Gay. Woo! So, we're apparently obsessed with neckbeards. I think it's just because I have so many bad experiences yeah. with them, I can't let it go. Yeah. And, like, I read other people's and I'm like, I know where you're coming from. Like, These... I understand on a soul deep level yeah. the pain you are experiencing or have experienced. Yeah. These, like, shock me, entertain me. And make me sad at the same time. They're so good. They're so good. They're so good. It's like those things where it's so terrible, but it's so good. It's at like the same a car time. crash. You just can't look away. Yeah. You just can't look away. But yeah. So, um, I have found a couple of neckbeard stories that mm. caught my attention or caught Aaliyah's attention. So, I've got four saved here. We'll mm-hmm. see if we get through all of them. Mm-hmm. This first one's kind of long, so I want to read it first, especially because the title, like I saw it and I immediately knew I had to read yeah, it. Yeah, it's a zinger. <laughs> all right, so here we go. This is. My neckbeard cousin that once tried to date me. Oh no. <laughs> we love a redneck red like a redneck beard. A red A redneck beard. A redneck beard. Alright, here we go. First time posting here, but I got a doozy that I've been holding on to for a number of years. My neckbeard story comes from my high school days in the late 90s. Ooh, I love it. I love mm, it. Vintage. <laughs> it's got that nice. Vintage flavor. Ooh, neckbeards in the 90s. Ooh, 90s neckbeard. 90s mm. neckbeard. That was before My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. We didn't actually have many neckbeards. Only about 12 out of all four years of going there. And most of them were decent people. Kind of weird. Kind of smelly. But overall, okay. But the star of my story was like the king neckbeard. Short, fat. He would explain to you that he is husky in a condescending voice. Scraggly facial hair that mostly grew on his neck slash double chin region. Fashion sense that wasn't too weird, but we lived in the South in the 90s, so you didn't get much of the more risque anime stuff going on then. Mostly Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and other Pokemon shirts or weird too tight polos and jeans. Stinky, with a layer of Old Spice, you know, the old man kind, just to add a touch of Basement Goblin. Basement Goblin. Basement Goblin. Mmm. Now, I also have to add that he was my cousin. Unfortunate. Oh, dear. I'm so sorry that you happen to be related to uh, a neckbeard. A neckbeard. And this concerns me because it's in the South, too. Now I'm really concerned about red neckbeard over here. I'm, I wonder if neckbeards run in the family. I hope it's not hereditary, man. Like, That'd be horrific. <laughs> my dad was a neckbeard, and now I am a neckbeard. Disgusting. Yeah. It passed from father to son. <laughs> <laughs> now, I... Oh, wait, yeah, so now I also have to add that he was my cousin. Remember this part, as it is especially important later on. This is not a story about a one-time ordeal. Nay, nay. This is a recounting of some of the bullshit this fucker pulled while we were in school. (laughs) To start off, I was one grade ahead of him. I had the whole year before he came into school and miladied his way into notoriety, squeezing himself into my friend group and holding on for dear life until he found a few incels that worshipped him. We had been in the same elementary school as well, but he had mostly kept to himself and wasn't that bad back then. We would talk once in a while until my last year there. I can only assume he thought to ingrain himself so that he would have someone he knew the next year. But this was about the time that his neckbeard tendencies started. He was constantly harassing my female friends, asking for dates, as well as feel-ups. Oh no. Yes, you read that right. Feel-ups. So, you can already imagine that my freshman year was awesome. No neckbeard cousin, no creepy stalker. Oh no, he stalked her. 
thinking about how he learned how to please a woman by watching softcore porn on HBO at night. No forcing me into talking about Pokemon or Sailor Moon. Mind you that I'm a fan of Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z, but this boy was already writing hentai porn about them and trying to make me read it for him and critique it. That hits so close to home. Oh, That God. hits so close to home for me. And no more smelling that weird mix of mayo, stale farts, grandpa cologne, and an old jizz sock. I feel like that is the ultimate description of every neckbeard mm-hmm. smell ever. Mayo, stale farts, grandpa cologne, and an old jizz sock. Yeah. So yeah, I was excited. I get a year without him and it lulled me into a false sense of security, making the next year all the more terrible. Sophomore year rolls around, and at my school, they put the freshmen and the sophomores together in the gym until we're sorted into our homerooms. So, there I sit, me and my friends, talking and catching up about the summer when a shadow falls over me, and a few others too. I look up, and there he is in all his glory. (laughs) For any of you that are older and remember a certain SNL character from back then called It's Pat, please insert that image here. We should now call him Turtlebeard, or TB for short. Turtlebeard! (laughs) Apparently over the summer he had gained a significant amount of weight, causing his neck to almost disappear between his shoulders and head, like a turtle hiding in its shell. The beginnings of a white trash goatee were starting, scraggly and patchy, all over his oily face, and also consisting of three different colors. Never trust a man with a multicolored beard, kids. Red, blonde, and brown. He was a brunette. He wore a shirt with a half-naked woman on the front proclaiming mustaches are handlebars. The smell came next, causing one of my friends to gag and cover her face with her shirt. I see you saved me a seat, TB said, squishing his way between me and another of my friends, smelling like he had just shat himself right before he had joined us that morning. Oh, God. This is so good. This, in turn, caused several of the people around me to move back, looking between me and this strange turtle man, and wondering just what the fuck was going on. Knowing he wouldn't be leaving anytime soon, I begrudgingly introduced him to everyone, subtly trying to use my notebook to fan his stench away. The people behind us did not appreciate this. I just sat back and watched the disaster begin after this. Within 10 minutes, he had offended every friend of mine, had grabbed one's tits, and had asked three of them out. Oh, God. He began to get upset at their blatant disrespect for him, and he loudly told me that I needed to find better friends, ones that didn't think they were better than everyone. After that, he stood up, wafting his stink around as he marched away, blessedly going to harass someone else. Everything was more or less the same after that for a while. He'd harass a girl he liked, got took to the office a few times for inappropriate touching, and was on a constant hunt for a fuck buddy. Follow up to the next year, and TB had grown more confident. The newest influx of freshmen unfortunately included some very naive girls, the type that have low self-esteem and are willing to do anything to have someone want them. I am by no means making fun of them as I watched what these girls went through with his nasty ass and I tried to tell them that they were worth more than that. And while some listened, most didn't until after he had hurt them. Aw, that's sad. Third day of my junior year, he finds me sitting outside for lunch, swaggering over to my table with the grace of a drunken hippo, two incels following him like puppies. 
These boys lived vicariously through TB, which is a sad thing all on its own. <sighs> hey, he called, waving a stubby hand at me jauntily. He plopped down, making the poor picnic table bow under his weight. So, I've got news, he began, waggling his brows. I gave an inward sigh, making sure not to breathe through my nose. <laughs> what? I deadpanned, eyeing the two boys behind him, making them squirm. He followed my gaze, waving a hand flippantly. That's name and name, he said as an introduction, turning back to me, looking miffed that he'd been interrupted. Anyways, guess what? He said, leering at me. I've got a girlfriend. Shock resonated through me, wondering what poor girl he'd scared into dating him. He had been sneaking into the special ed classes. I wasn't sure, but I was kind of scared that he had been. Oh, that's, that's awesome, TB, I said, sounding worried. He rolled his eyes, smiling greasily. <laughs> now, now, don't sound so jealous. I'll still make time for my favorite cousin, he chuckled, patting me on the shoulder. <clears throat> Giving him a look of disbelief and feeling my stomach churn at his words, I scooted farther away from him as he began telling me of his new girlfriend, who we will call Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> because that is exactly who she looked like. <clears throat> Suddenly, it made sense in a very sad way. Oh, that's just painful. Ugh. This was a sweet and quiet girl who was bullied a lot for her looks and her height and one who would latch on to the first guy that looked her way. Making a note to myself to talk to her later, I listened to him's story of wooing her, his words, not mine, ooing and awing at the right times until he began joking about what all he thought he could get her to do. Just as a reminder, this is the same guy who was writing incest fics in the seventh grade, bestiality stories, and extremely graphic stuff. So you can imagine what he talked about, even if it was a slightly censored version because I was there. I went off on him, telling him not to be so disgusting, and that Yoda probably wouldn't appreciate him saying he'd let his friends have a go at her too. Gag. The incels immediately quieted. A look of quiet hatred coming over their faces as I told their leader off. But TB shrugged, laughing a bit and saying that it was just guys bullshitting and I had no need to worry, not taking offense to what I said. He did that a lot. The bell rang, giving me a reason to escape. And after waving him off when he proposed walking me to class, I hurried inside, looking around for Yoda. Cut that. I can't get over that. Yoda? Yoda. I didn't find her until last period, seeing her in the restroom. I hoped she would listen to me, watching her light up as I called her name and feeling bad that she had been caught up with him. I introduced myself and explained that I was TB's cousin, watching her blush and smile. She gushed about how much of a nice guy he was, but I shushed her, asking her to let me tell her a few things. She listened, eyes welling up as I explained the conversation we'd had at lunch, but knowing it wouldn't make a difference. And sure enough, I was right. She told me that she appreciated me looking out for her and that she would be careful, but that she'd give him a little while to see if he would change. I felt like banging my head against the wall. She thanked me, giving me a sudden hug before making her way out of the restroom and leaving me to worry about her even more. Oh my oh. god, my heart. Have you ever had a friend who, like, did that? Like, not listen you to advice? to warn them that they were a neckbeard? No, but I've definitely looked at a girl or two who dated in a neckbeard and wondered what was going through their minds. I had a friend who almost dated the neckbeard who hit on you, 
And that oh, was yeah. really weird. Oh, yeah. That was a crossover story. The grease ball. If any of you remember, I've mentioned the grease ball. Yes. Complete. He, he's the one that I was talking about. That's yeah. the mix between nice guy and neckbeard. Yeah. Grease ball is the one. And then when you you know though that kind of information, and then your friend is just like, oh, but they're so nice, and I just want to date them so much. Oh, no, no, Then it's no, like, no. oh, dude. Oh, no, no, no. It's gross. It took a week before she found me again, crying as she told me I was right and that he had pressured her into having sex with him over the weekend and doing fucked up stuff to her that I'm sure still bothers her now years later. The worst part was that he had invited the incels over to join in and the only thing that saved her was his mom coming home early. She had gotten his mom to take her home immediately after, not having any contact with him for the rest of the weekend after that. She had avoided him when she came to school, finding me first thing. I feel so bad for this girl. That's awful. That's horrifying. Yeah. Can you imagine not only being pressured into it, and then all of a sudden more boys show up. suddenly show up? That's uh, terrifying. That is terrifying. That's like a nightmare. Oh my God. I cried with this girl, telling her how sorry I was. I asked her if she wanted to do anything about it, but she refused. She didn't want her mother to find out what happened and was terrified of of him making it worse. The best advice I could give her was to stay away from him, to avoid him, and to get me if he tried anything. The advice wasn't needed, though. Apparently, he'd have taken her avoidance as a breakup, and by the time I saw him again, he had another girl with him. A fat little leg beard we'll call Hog, as they, <laughs> as they are her brethren, though I'm insulting them with that description. Hog was laughing slash squealing at something TB was saying. His lackeys standing there like bodyguards. Why do I imagine, like, Crab and Goyle from, like, yeah? Harry Potter? Oh my god. Just, like, <laughs> like, a neck beard Draco Malfoy. I don't Ugh. like this. I wasn't joking him about being the king neckbeard in our part of the woods. God. <laughs> he sees me, pulling Hog over with him and waving at me. I saw a frown mar Hog's face, jealousy boiling over as he sat next to me. This is Hog, he gushed, patting, pulling her down next to him and making the bre- breach, the breach, <laughs> the bench creak ominously. I thought you were dating Yoda, I asked lightly, watching him roll his eyes. She dumped me, he lied, over the weekend. Didn't give me a reason, just called and said it was over. Asshole. Couldn't have anything to do with you pressuring her for sex, right? Or trying to fucking gangbang her, I said, my voice going cold. TB paled while Hogs stared at us, her piggy eyes alight with the news of this drama. She didn't complain, he finally spouted. She was okay with the sex and wanted to try having a threesome, he whispered, trying to sound convincing, but I shook my head. Bullshit, TB. That girl was terrified, I growled, making Hogs swell up in anger. It's not his fault. She was a tease, she hissed, draping a fat arm around his shoulders protectively. Whatever face I made when she said this apparently scared TB as he pushed her back and moved in front of her. It's over now, though, right? We broke up. It was a miscommunication on both parts. As I said, I thought she was okay with it, he said in a rush, looking terrified. I huffed, looking away from him. Just... Just stop being a fucking skis, TB. Seriously. If you find someone that's that's just as gross as you are, then by all means, go at it. I said, looking back at Hog and watching her swell up even more with anger, but keeping her mouth shut. This was the last interaction we had for a while, as I couldn't stand the sight of him and his incels. He's so gross. That is absolutely disgusting yeah and we're I think we're only like halfway. halfway. <laughs> so we're gonna take a quick break here. I just I am so angry. I am so angry. I'm disgusted. 
Poor Yoda. Yeah. Like, honestly, I, I can only imagine. Like, I would already be terrified thinking that she was pressured into yeah. having sex. Yeah. The fact that he literally tried to bring in extra people yeah. to, like, gangbang rape this girl. Yeah. That is horrifying to me. Like, this goes beyond neckbeard. This goes into, like, someone call the fucking police yeah. territory, please. But we will continue yes. the story of... King? <laughs> the king of neckbeards. The king of neckbeards. The king in of the 90s. In the 90s. So we'll be back in a minute. Hello and welcome back to Gay by Gay. Woo! Okay. We know that you're all waiting for... Turtlebeard. 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 The king of neckbeards. The king of... The king of disgusting neckbeards. The king of horrible human being. Honestly, Ali and I were just saying on break, um... You know, we didn't even think that neckbeards existed before yeah. 2007. Turns out that antique neckbeards are in many ways even worse than today's modern neckbeards. Yes. Just horrifying. Horrible. Horrifying, really. So, here we go. I, I read a little bit ahead on the break. You guys are not... You guys are going to love this next part. Mm-mm-mm. So, time moved on and so did he. Hog was left behind a month later, who was replaced by Gopher. Gopher begat Beryl and Beryl begat Chipmunk. Chipmunk begat Snaggletooth, and Snaggletooth begat Emo Big Bird. <laughs> if I listed the rest, we'd surpass the Bible. So just know he made his way through the whole of freshman year and most of soft the sophomore girls that were in that weird, mousy category. End of the year rolls around and he hunts me down, apologizing for what happened with Yoda and telling me that he would apologize to her later as well. I pointed out that he hadn't all year, so why now? He gave me a side eye, telling me that he hated me being disappointed in him, and that he wanted to fix it, and that he missed us, quote unquote, hanging out. Alarm bell bells began loud. I'm so shocked that I just can't get over it. Yes. Alarm bells rang louder than a drunk Quasimodo cutting loose at Notre Dame. Remember that important fact at the beginning? Hmm. I'd always gotten a creepy feeling from TV, but had hoped that he wouldn't be so disgusting as to take any sort of action. He gave a splotchy blush, his double chin quivering with anticipation. You know, we used to hang out a lot at lunch, but we don't do that anymore. I miss that, he said quietly, side-eyeing me again, looking for my reaction. Swallowing back the vomit that threatened to creep up, I shrugged, telling him that I mostly hung out with my friends at lunch inside, which I did to get away from him. He seemed to lose steam here, weakly giving me a sad goodbye, turning back to watch me, I guess hoping that I'd call him back. Nah, didn't happen. Nope. The last day of school rolls around with him stalking me all day, asking me to sign his yearbook, asking me to come hang out that summer, and so on and so forth. I sidestepped as much as I could, making imaginary plans that I had to attend to get out of seeing him. I honestly couldn't imagine the stench in that sweltering heat of a southern summer. So... My senior year comes at last. Nothing amiss goes on at first, just him generally stalking me and being creepy. He acquired a new incel over the summer, telling me how he and the other two looked up to himself and that he helped them be more social, all while the three of them looked like they would rape a dog if given the chance, as if it would stand still long enough. God. A month in, I started talking to a junior in one of my classes. Turns out he's semi-friends with TB. Semi, meaning he's a really sweet guy and can't tell him to go the fuck away. So he puts up with him because he feels sorry for him. That was my one mistake with that other neckbeard. Yeah. Was not saying go away. Yeah. You remember codename Bob? Yeah. Let me tell you from experience, you should just tell them to go away. 
Yeah. I know that y'all are nice. Just tell them to fuck off. If they give you the creeps at first, there's a reason. Yep. Weasel boy with you. Yeah. Bob with me. Yeah. Tell, tell them to fuck off. It's for your own good. Yes. Talk, talking turns into flirting, and we're tentatively discuss, or blah, 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 discussing dating by October. Now, at this time, my school used to have a yearly field trip to a fall festival thing, and we agreed to meet up there, making it a small first date, as most of the teachers didn't care what you did as long as nobody died and nothing was set on fire, so we'd have the freedom to do as we pleased. We'll call him Guardian Angel, or GA, as that's kind of what he was after this point. The day rolls around and sadly, I was stuck on the bus because I was a poor kid with no car. And sure enough, as I'm sitting there, listening to my CD Walkman, yes, I'm that old kitties, and hoping we'd leave soon, I feel the bus shake and give way slightly. I look up, seeing TB heaving himself up the steps, swaying as he pushes his fold past the seats. I duck down, hoping he won't notice me. But today was not my day. No. He tried to push my things aside and sit beside me, but I pushed back, glaring at him. Leave it. I want to stretch out later, I told him. He gave a very put-upon sigh and moved to the seat in front of me, turning to face me, blasting me with the hot smell of summer garbage as he spoke. Was hoping I'd see you today, he proclaimed, a creepy look in his eye. You want to hang out? I shook my head taking off my headphones, knowing he wouldn't shut up and let me listen to my music. Nah, I got a date, I said, not even looking at him as I shoved my Walkman back in my bag. I feel the seat jerk and looked up, seeing that he had a death grip on it. What? I glanced around at the other people on the bus, blushing at, his out blushing at the attention his outburst caused. I said I have a date, I gritted out, glaring at him. With who, he demanded, a sheen of sweat covering his reddened face. Guardian Angel, I said, grinning smugly. The dude was hot, so I was happy to brag. Nice. Guardian Angel, he asked in disbelief, looking angrier by the second. He slammed himself back against the seat, too angry to speak at this point. He'd turn and glare at me every so often and began to mutter under his breath about jocks, life being unfair, and how women were too stupid to know who they needed, not what they wanted. God, that's disgusting. Ugh. Yep, he said that. I shrugged, happy that he'd finally shut up, and pulled out my music once more as the bus pulled out, heading to the festival thingy. Entire bus ride was spent watching TB glare at me. He would say something, and I would point to my headphones, making him even madder. I knew it would bite me in the ass later, but right now I didn't care. I just didn't want to deal with him. TB finally turns around and stops glaring at me the rest of the way, being one of the first to get off the bus when we get there, heaving his way past others to get out. I take my time seeing Guardian Angel waiting on me outside. I also see TB and his minions glaring at Guardian Angel a few yards away, TB muttering under his rancid breath the whole time. Guardian Angel grins when I meet him, cocking his head back at TB. What's up with him? He looked pissed when he got out, he asked. I had slightly explained what I thought was going on with TB to him beforehand. He agreed that it did indeed sound like he was trying to get with me. <laughs> and that it was definitely disgusting, too. But once I explained what happened on the bus, Guardian Angel shook his head, glaring back at TB and making him pale slightly. If that sick fuck tries anything else, you tell me, right? He said, getting a relieved nod from me. He grabbed my hand and led me off, both of us hoping to have a nice rest of the day. But alas, it was not meant to be. 
Well, it was mostly nice. I just like being dramatic. Me too. <laughs> After about an hour of wandering around all the booths and rides, I noticed we had some stalkers. Mostly because I turned around and saw a TB trying to hide himself behind a telephone pole. <laughs> Try being the operative word. Thinking that the fat goon was just being a creeper, I didn't tell Guardian Angel, as I was enjoying the day with him and didn't want to ruin it with TB and his creepiness. This was a big mistake, boys and girls. <laughs> I forgot about TB after a while, letting Guardian Angel lead me around wherever he wanted to go. We ended up at a ride that I was too terrified to go on, and I told him I'd wait for it, wait for him so he could ride it. I waved off his protest about leaving me and shoved him towards the ride with a laugh, telling him I'd keep my feet on the ground and wait for him to come back. He kissed my cheek and ran off like an excited five-year-old, leaving me behind leaving me behind a small building that held his generators for the ride. I sat down against it, happy to be in the shade for once that day, when an exceptionally large shadow fell in front of me, blocking my view of the ride. Having fun? TB asked snidely, glaring down at me. I went to stand up, and he moved closer, shoving his girth towards me to keep me from doing so. I moved to the side, jumping up in disgust and moving back away from him. What the fuck is your problem? I asked, crossing my arms over my chest. He moved closer, his incels flanking him and turning to face the crowd, trying to block us from view. My problem is that after all this time of being there for you, being nice to you, you go and, and get with someone else, he grunted, inching closer. You sick fuck, we're kin! I hissed, arms going to my sides and hands forming into fists, ready to fight him if I had to. He shrugged, trying to look pitiful, becoming off, looking like a deranged ogre. Oh no! I just read the next sentence. I know. I've been in love with you for years, he exclaimed, and I don't care. I asked my mom and she said it was alright. We're only third cousins, so it doesn't count. You know, anytime you need to use a technicality when it comes to dating yeah. someone who, oh, well, technically they're not mm -hmm. family. If you it have to is. use the word technically, no. No. Yeah. No. no just, just don't. I stared at him in utter disbelief, trying to comprehend the words that just came from him and wondering just how the fuck I was going to get out of this. TB, that's fucking disgusting, I ranted. That's, if you just give us a chance, he yelled over me, moving closer. You just had to be a bitch, though, didn't you? Just had to go out and whore yourself to the first guy that would have you. At this point, Spittle was flying as he raged, and a vein had popped up in his forehead. He moved faster than I thought him capable of, pinning me against the wall at my back. This sounds like the world's yeah. worst, like, ugh, yeah. ugh, spicy story that I don't like. I'll show you if you just give me a chance, he groaned, trying to lean in and kiss me. Who do you think you are? Uh. I lost it and screamed, overwhelmed by the smell of rotten food wafting from his spittle-covered mouth, when he was jerked back and I was freed. Guardian Angel had him on the ground, beating the shit out of him faster than I could blink. Yay! Go, Guardian Angel! <laughs> he got quite a few hits in before someone pulled him off TV, leaving the fat lump on the ground crying. The next hour was spent explaining to our teachers and the cops what had happened. Now this, boys and girls, will make some of you mad, but small town politics and all that, you know. No charges were pressed, as the cops said Guardian Angel had punished TB, and that they didn't see any reason to involve the law. The cop laughed off the fact that TB had attacked me, telling us all to behave ourselves, and left. My teacher, though, was pissed. He marched TB back onto the bus, as well as his lackeys, telling me that if he ever looked at me again to let him know, 
TB would be getting suspended for two weeks, the most my teacher could get, but that he would personally put him on probation after he returned. The best part of it all, said teacher was also my cousin, and while TB's mom was just as gross as him, his dad was not. And he made a point to tell me in front of TB that he would be calling him personally. One of the perks of a small town. TB lost it at that point, sobbing his apologies and begging the teacher not to call his dad. Now the ending is a bit happier. TB was AWOL for two months after that. Apparently after the suspension, his dad had added his own punishment. Being an army vet, he ran TB through a month and a half of boot camp, making him afraid to even piss without asking permission. He avoided me at school after that, running like his ass was on fire if he ever saw me. Guardian Angel got the same treatment, except TB would cry sometimes in his vicinity, which I would always wish he would do around me too, but never did, unfortunately. After school, I moved on, and I still hear about TB from time to time. Apparently, I wasn't the only cousin he had set his sights on. Using a couple of family reunions to try and pick up dates, I'm not even joking here. He's been through four marriages now and countless relationships, making me truly question humanity at times. I hope you all enjoyed my story as well as my trauma and that you got a few laughs out of it. But please remember, never, ever underestimate a neckbeard who is intent on being with you. While it's funny now, at the time, if it wasn't for Guardian Angel, I don't really want to know what might have happened. So please, stay safe. I'm so glad he got beat up. So am I. I'm so, <laughs> so glad that this piece of shit starts crying every time he sees this other guy. I love That's it. That's awesome. I love it. Just, oh my god, like, not only the amount of, like, entitled nice guy yeah. here, like, this is your fucking cousin! cousin. I know! And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say it for all the viewers out there who maybe don't understand. A family reunion is not speed dating. <laughs> No, that is not that is not what you're That's supposed so to be gross. doing. This, this is not what you should be doing. I, oh reunion, my god! Please. But my mom said it was fine. How neckbeardy can you get? My, oh my god! But my mom says we're third cousins, so it doesn't count. But if you just give me the chance and stop being such a whore, if you didn't whore yourself out to the first guy, yeah. I'm like, I think you're a whore, but I still want to date you. Yeah, can't you see how good I would be I, for you? Why I'm the best person. Why can't you see how much I love you? They really just feel like they're the best person at all times. I feel like they do, especially when you get that neckbeard nice guy yeah. like mixture. Yeah. They very much sort of feel like, well, if you would just give me a chance, you would see how great and kind and yeah. nice I am, you whore. Yeah. But I'm so nice and kind, you bitch. Yeah. And I'm like, girls never like nice guys. Girls never like nice guys. They're all so fucking dumb. Oh. Don't you know how nice I am by calling girls dumb and calling them names? I'm so nice. I just... What is I'm wrong? so nice. What is wrong with humanity? I don't know. What is wrong with humanity? I, I question this so much. Oh my god. But that was... Um, oh man, that was a story. The tale of Turtlebeard. The tale of Turtlebeard. The neckbeard cousin that tried to date his cousin. Uh-huh. Oh, that is disgusting. Yeah. On so many levels. But hopefully you got some last <laughs> awesome story. I am glad that this poor girl seems to be doing okay. Yes. I feel awful for some of the other girls yeah. involved in this story, like Yoda and everyone else. I, I feel awful. I am so sorry to all of you. I hope you got some therapy. Yeah. But that is all for this episode. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope that you never have to encounter a neckbeard again. Never. Never. Remember kids. Take it gay by gay. Bye!